0: Welcome to Today on Broadway for Thursday, May 27th, 2021. I am Tell Me on a Sunday podcast, Grace Aki. And I'm arts and culture writer, Ashley Steves. Make sure that you're on our Patreon. If you don't, I guess you didn't, but you should, right? (laughs) Patreon.com slash Broadway Radio is what you should be doing. And Ashley and I truly began our days with so many texts, so many group chats oh, up, and we knew, oh, we just knew some things were about to pop off and so we we're gonna dive right yeah, into let's, it. Let's hit it. We finally got there. <laughs> we did it,
1: everybody. Oh, well, we did it,
0: Joe. <laughs> we did it, Joe. <laughs> oh, I had a lot of we did it, Joe calls today. Uh, so the message from on high has come. It is official. We have notice of the Tony Awards. The 2019. What? 2020. I know. Tony Awards will take place September 27 2021 in a two-part event airing across different CBS platforms. We're going to get into that later. Don't worry. The broadcast will air at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, September 26 on Paramount Plus. The Paramount streaming service of course that you guys are probably familiar with from like the fact that everyone's been talking about it and how they maybe don't need it um, presented by <laughs> Viacom CBS at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. CBS will air a special entitled The Tony Awards Present Broadway is Back which will feature performances from the Tony-nominated Best Musicals and a live presentation of the Tony Awards for Best Play, Best Revival of a Play, and Best Musical. The event would take should take place in a Broadway theater in front of a live audience, according to an email sent to the League members on Wednesday. Famously, the Tonys are typically held at Radio City Musical, as you guys know. Mm -hmm. Save those few times that we were at the Apollo. I'll never forget it. (laughs) <laughs> uh, yeah, so here's a here's a quote from Charlotte St. Martin, president of the Broadway League, of course. After this devastating past year and a half of for our industry, our city and for the entire world, we are excited to finally be able to celebrate the return of Broadway, our Tony Award nominees and winners. Aaron Tivate, um, in this new and exciting <laughs> format. That's me, that's not Charlotte. Yeah, sure, <laughs> uh, there is nothing be- that compares to the magic of live theater, and we are thrilled to be able to share its celebratory return and the incredible talent and the, in- and the artistry of the abbreviated 2019- 2020 season with theater fans everywhere. Everywhere asterisk,
1: huh. in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to that. Hey, we'll get to that. So, well... What a time. What, <laughs> what a day Wednesday was. Uh, <laughs> Matt and I have already mentioned that he can't do his countdown anymore on the show, but I think he's still going to do his countdown
0: on <laughs> the show. He should still we'll do the countdown tomorrow. because we, we still. We're still not going to have a Tony
1: Awards until September. It's true. I think he's What's still going to continue. With I think he's still going to continue. I mean, he even said, like, when we record tomorrow, that <laughs> he's going to have some stuff to say about that. So I'm sure the yeah. Tony countdown that only Matt does and the rest of us don't do <laughs> will continue on that the doesn't... show.
0: Yeah, it's, it's just one of those things. If I had to count every day since some horrible tragedies have happened, like, I don't oh, think luck. that... I, yeah, I don't think I can keep up. my Good. my G Cal's not set up for this. Good. Is my point.
1: Good luck. It's actually kind of bizarre that now we have a t- mm-hmm. Tony's date. Like I'm I'm still in disbelief of that. Like I feel like September twenty-sixth is gonna roll up and we still really do not have a Tony's somehow and I will not be surprised in the slightest. Yeah, because it's I in mean the slightest.
0: it's it's just a strange time. It's just a strange time. We, it's been a strange time, but also, like you're totally right. After all of us getting these announcements about theater opening up, hearing about the Tony Awards seems like such an afterthought. Mm. You know, so getting that news. I mean, today the was Tony little...
1: the Tony Awards were such an afterthought. It feels like, <laughs> just straight yeah, up, just straight up. I mean, I know they weren't. I know, in my heart of hearts, that they were planned. In yeah. some extent for the past Year and things happen And things had to keep being Delayed because life kept Being delayed but Man oh man do they feel like an Afterthought
0: yeah and 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 I Just think about all the artists that make those shows Happen and it's just Kind of I feel bad for them uh, Anyways let's let's take A second we need to take a break yeah. uh, we need To talk about our sponsor for this week Express VPN so a few decades ago private citizens Used to be private um, I I famously remember it. Now, what's changed? Can you can you guess it? No. I'll tell you one thing. It is the internet. Um think about everything that you browse, search for, watch, tweet, TikTok, scroll through, <laughs> stream. Now imagine of all of that data, <laughs> all of all of the above like it literally is being drafted, collected, creeped on. Um just I I don't like what's happening to our public permanent record and it's like Mm. our own it's it's our private information that's like being data mined. that's what it basically is so having your private life exposed for others used to be something that celebrities worried about, but now we're in an era where everyone is a public figure, which, yeah. I mean, tell me why I'm not verified if that's
1: true. <laughs> we're all a little bit famous. The good thing with ExpressVPN is you can use it to reroute your connection through an encrypted server. Your IP address is masked. You're given a random IP address, and you share that with other ExpressVPN customers, which means that those third parties can't identify you and harvest your data as easily as they could have before. Or, or without expressvpn the best part is how easy it is to use no matter what device you're on phone laptop smart tv all the things that will be invented in the next six months i'm sure <laughs> all you have to do is tap one button and get protected
0: so if, like me, you believe that your data is your business, secure yourself with the number one VPN on the market. Visit expressvpn.com slash Radio and get an extra three months for free.
1: That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N dot com slash broadwayradio. Once more, go to expressvpn.com slash Radio to learn more.
0: So before we get into the rest of the news, we still do here want to talk go. about a lot of the Tony situations. <laughs> yeah, we got uh, we, we
1: yeah. got some Tony stuff to talk about. We had to give because you the bare we had to give you the bare uh, minimum details before we really get into it here.
0: Yeah, because there's a lot there's a lot that's necessary to discuss on all of this. So we're now almost two full years since some of these shows debuted, and almost a year since the Tony Awards nominations were announced, and six months after Tony Award voting. Took Place so. With all of that being said, September twenty sixth is also after many Broadway shows will have returned to the stage. I mean, Hades Town September second. You know, uh, Wicked, Lion King, and Hamilton are all set for September fourteenth, which was supposedly the date. So September twenty sixth is after all of that. you know, I'm not sure that people are interested in downloading an app that they're going to have to pay for. In an article by Lee Seymour of Forbes, he aptly noted that the financial impact of this year's Tony Awards are going to be like blatantly clear. So normally the Tonys serve as a national commercial for all things Broadway, right? Yes. Like we know this to be true. It, there's so many times when you and I have probably been sitting at home when we were younger watching the Tony Awards and being like "That mm-hmm. that show, that's yeah, the one. That's the
1: one I want to see.
0: And it's a a
1: money-losing aspect at that.
0: Yeah. Oh, God. Do you remember when Spring Awakening, the revival, Mm. had the, like, the GoFundMe to put it up? Oh,
1: God.
0: And it had already closed. That's strange. (sighs) (laughs) So many things. Anyways, um, Seymour noted, this year, however, only three of the 15 nominated shows will be reopening in the fall. Moulin Rouge, Jagged Little Pill, and Tina. All others have closed as much as two years prior, making the event less than juicing a bumper crop and more about enticing buyers back to Broadway as a whole. By the time the event airs, 10 other shows will have resumed performances, including flagship brands. You know, we talked about Hamilton, Wicked, Mm -hmm. and The Lion King. Sources at CBS confirm that in order to watch the full event, you must be a Paramount Plus subscriber, which is a, a cost. The platform does offer a free trial subscription. That's where we're at. (laughs) That's, <laughs> that is where we're at. <laughs> so,
1: I have, I have, <laughs> I have conflicting thoughts about this. I absolutely understand that we are gonna get to September 26th. We're gonna be a couple weeks into shows. And as you said, and as, uh, Lee said, only three of those 15 nominated shows are gonna still be open so you're not putting on a tony's that's gonna be like hey come see these award-winning shows You, you know except for those three shows so having something on a national broadcast that's already a money losing thing to begin with uh and is now no longer just a commercial. It really is like, this is our awards season, no and it's coming extremely late because of the pandemic. Like, that's not something that CBS is going to want to... Blow air time on for one. You also start thinking we're going to be like fall sports season. So oh, chances right. are, chances are very, I mean, that's going to be their big money gathering thing to begin with. And then, yeah. I mean, it's going to be a uh, conflicting air time. With things like Sunday Night Football.
0: Exactly. And also, like the producers of shows are the ones who pay for performances. Yes. That's what we know, right? Yes. So, if all their shows are gone, who's paying for this broadcast? Right. Nobody. Right. So, I think that that's also kind of part of all that.
1: And that would require the, all of those shows to have recouped, <laughs> which they don't. They, ne- they never do. <laughs> so, you're asking producers whose shows didn't recoup to put shows on. Uh, you know, pay for shows to have this kind of airtime. Right. Not, not the easiest business. We already know that. So I get it. And I know that there, you know, from what we can tell, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know, they really wanted to have the whole thing on Paramount Plus. And this seems to have been a compromise between the wing and the league and CBS <laughs> to have yeah. half of it on Paramount Plus, which is the actual Tony ceremony, sans the three big categories, and then do this whole Broadway's back concert thing. As actual airtime is like, yes, here are the shows that we do actually have running and not the ones that you probably just saw over at Paramount Plus <laughs> because all those shows <laughs> closed years ago. So I get it. However, yeah. I think asking, <laughs> I think asking fans and nominees and industry people after 18 months to commit to an award show that theoretically, yes, there is a free trial, but theoretically they would have to pay for to see because it's Mm -hmm. only streaming on Paramount Plus is so unbelievably disrespectful to an industry that has been out of work for 18 months (laughs) at that point. You are asking an industry to come celebrate their own (laughs) and pay for that. When none yeah. of these people have been able to work unless they've been, like, not theater jobs for the past yeah. year plus. It's so I mean, exploitative to me.
0: Yeah. And we know this is all a business. People got to get paid. Yeah. However, you're totally right. I mean, it just – the appearance – The because pe- we got to look at it on paper. What people yeah. are seeing is that normally – Everyone uh, that has access to cable, which again is, I recognize, is a privilege and luxury. Yeah. But when most people are have that opportunity, right? That's the only way they can usually watch something like this. I grew up in rural Georgia. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I, I grew up on watching the Tonys every year, and I'm thinking about all of the people mm-hmm. that aren't going to have access to that art, and it makes me so blood boily that yeah. I actually. Truly can't even. <laughs> yeah. And Julia it's, Murney it's
1: Julia Murney had tweeted something like that of, along the lines of like, remember the year Neil Patrick Harris was like, we were that kid when he did yes. whatever song that was. I can't remember because they're all exceptional. Um, and it's <laughs> like, you like that? This generation is going to miss out on that because they're not really having. The Mm Tonys like we've had it in previous years. And that's not to say I mean, you know, there will be Tonys again, theoretically, (laughs) there will be Tonys again, in later years, Uh, that will be somewhat of a return to normal. And we are still having these performances and, you know, playwright. Amber Treadway kind of followed up with Julia on that. As far as like the performances mm-hmm. are still going to be on CBS, the awards portion should be too. And I think that's important is that the awards portion should be yeah. too. I mean, we're going to get the three, like the three big ones, but the awards portion should be there because you should get to see people rewarded for their work. Like. That's right. I mean, these people deserve
0: to have their platforms. (laughs) Yeah. They deserve to have their
1: platforms. They've been, you know, sitting around waiting for these Tonys to get announced officially for what feels like a decade and a half. They've (laughs) had to, you know, wait through a pandemic where they haven't been working. We've seen industry people die. Like, (laughs) like this has been this has been and at, th- there aren't words to really put into perspective what a damaging year this has been for the theater industry. So everyone has been waiting yes. it for the Tonys is like, you know, <laughs> for once, maybe like it is actually an honor to be nominated. Like, oh, because gosh. people just want to have this kind yeah. of celebratory welcome back, we're back night. And now half of it you have to technically pay to see.
0: Yeah, especially after a year of, you know, we've marched about racial injustice. We've marched about, you know, gender inclusivity and all these great things that I go, we're not going to gatekeep this shit, are we? Mm, We are. (laughs) Are we really going to do that? We're absolutely going
1: to gatekeep it because that's what we do. And I know, like, people are going to think that some of this is an overreaction because, yes, there's a free trial. And yes, you get to see the performances and you get to see some of the nominees. <laughs> you get to see some of the you know, people announce the, the winners announced, but I want to see everything. Any- it's already bad yeah, enough when you they the like,
0: technological.
1: Yeah. It's already bad enough when we have a normal ceremony and you don't do all of the. <laughs> Winners because they just didn't have time to show them, or you know, like things like creative arts Emmys or like the smaller categories for the for anything ever. It's just like, yeah, Mm -hmm. I want to see those too because they put the show together and they deserve to, yeah. Have that recognition. And I feel like that's even more so this year that they absolutely deserve to have this recognition after being out of work again, by that point for 18 months. (laughs) Like, let us see everybody.
0: Truly. And also we just gotta say, here at Broadway Radio, everyone gets a Tony. You get a Tony. And you get a Tony. And Aaron Tivate will think about it. So I have a Tony. I have
1: a Tony Tony by those recognition laws.
0: Oh, fair enough. There you go. I used to sing Lone Rouge in my closet. See, there you go. Uh, Oof. So <laughs> now we're going to pivot because we could talk about it all oh, the day long. God. But the Hadestown band released a statement that I absolutely have to read because I think it's pretty great. Town band released a statement on all of their social platforms calling on racial and gender diversity when hiring Broadway musicians. Here is their official statement that we've taken from their uh, Instagram handle. We, the Hades Town band, recognize the exclusivity of privilege that white musicians, white men in particular, have enjoyed on Broadway as shareholders, contractors, music coordinators, and subs. As shareholders, we can change the narrative supply by choosing Black POC and female subs from the vast pool of musicians NYC has to offer. When Broadway opens this fall, we will address the this egress by pledging to appoint a minimum of. Two people of color out of five subs, at least one of whom will be black, African-American. Each of us will also choose a minimum of two self-identifying women. We seek to provide access to work on Broadway to BIPOC musicians who have never played or subbed on a Broadway show but are qualified to do so. We hope that other Broadway orchestras will do the same, and we hope that music coordinators will hire fifty percent BIPOC people as shareholders. Hiring just one black person, one person of color, or just one wo- woman is tokenism. We want to create an inclusive, equitable community, and to achieve that, there cannot be any minority to speak. That's sincerely the Hades Town Band.
1: Awesome! Wow. Awesome! That's how you do War. it. That's,
0: That's how right. you do it. And put it
1: loud and clear. About, cause it calls tokenism. everyone else out, which is, yeah, calls exactly. everybody else out, makes it known that having, you know, the one other in your band is tokenism. I think that's great. I'm assuming they're going to be working with like Meister or some, or, you know, similar organizations like that. Meister, or- yeah. yeah. Um, so really, really thrilled to see this. I think. I mean yeah. first of all if Hades Town can do it, everyone should be doing it because Hades Town <laughs> is your to your your reigning Tony winner. You should always wanna mimic what Hades Town does. But yeah, I'll this be is there great.
0: September second. Like we uh, got this.
1: Um I'm, I'm very oh, much open.
0: I don't have a ticket. I'm just putting it soon out there. Soon so soon that whoever's you a ticket. <laughs> yeah. Whoever's listening. Um yeah. be my Hades Town Sugar Daddy. So exactly. So now for some off-Broadway news, Signature Theater at Pershing Square in New York will open uh, June 22nd through July 25th with a new piece by Pulitzer Prize winner Lynn Nottage and Miranda Heyman. It's called The Watering Hole. It's an immersive theatrical project, including 10 installations that are inspired by water flow from all directions. I read about this. It looks like an amazing piece of art. I can't wait mm. to see that. Uh, and now we're going to continue on with some more off-Broadway news. So New York Theater Workshop announced more details about its final artistic instigator project for the 2021-2022 season. Hilton Owls Presents Part 2 presents lesser-known Tennessee Williams plays. The cast was just announced featuring Andre Holland as F. Scott and Michelle Williams as Zelda in clothes for a summer hotel. Reed Bernie, who chef's kiss is God's gift to theater. And <laughs> Nadine Malouf and James Yagashi in, in the bar of the Tokyo Hotel and Raul Castillo, Marin Ireland in the red devil battery sign. All announced today. So that's that's just great news to me casting all around. And also, these are Tennessee Williams plays I have not read. So yeah. yes, I will be reading them. Thank you. Finally, in some solo show work, uh, Emmy Winner and Dowd will appear in a pandemic created new adaptation of Henrik Ibsen's Enemy of the People, adapted and directed by Robert Ick. The production will run at the Park Avenue Armory June 22nd through July 25th. And this will be this will feature Anne Dowd playing all of the characters. That's, in what this particular piece. So That's what we love to That's how it should
1: always be. <laughs> and dad should play every role in any show given.
0: Another gift, truly, to Correct. us. I've never seen a show at the Park Avenue Armory. Have you? I have, and I don't remember what it was. Don't ask me. Okay. <laughs> go to your go to your Excel spreadsheet and text <laughs> oh, me later. God, I will. Deal. It's amazing. So finally, in some feel good recommendations, this literally got me a gag, a goss, like. There was something on Twitter today (laughs) that we have put, we've, we put a little link uh, in the notes, but we got to see Anne Ranking pulling a superstar and a clip of her doing Mary Kathleen Gallagher doing all that jazz. It's a clip that you have to watch to know. I mean, Zachary Jordan on Twitter talked about it. I don't know if you've seen it yet. Ashley, it is a freaking Uh gift.
1: I haven't that's amazing okay. though
0: highly recommend
1: I'm very excited yeah, about it's that very
0: cute she even does the whole like I, I don't want to spoil it but she sniffs her armpits thanks for listening to today Perfect. on Broadway follow us on Facebook Twitter and Instagram <laughs> hit it <laughs> at Broadway radio hate it love it here we go uh, don't forget about our Patreon for Broadway radio that's patreon.com slash Broadway radio you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at it's Grace Aki Ashley where can people find you you could find me on
1: Twitter and Instagram at no this is Ashley
0: thank you guys so much thanks for sticking around for all That Tony talk. We'll see you tomorrow.